Welcome to the Anime Show with Joey and Aki. I'm your host, Joey. And I am your co-host, Aki. And in this episode, Netflix is making a live-action Death Note movie. Why you should definitely watch an anime about adorable cat girls. And why is it so hard to make a good live-action anime movie? Get the podcast now on Wooshka, SoundCloud, or by downloading the free SBS Pop Asia app. To first start it off, uh, as always, we're going to talk about some news that's been happening in the anime and otaku world, and predominantly uh, this week we would like to focus on one piece of news that's kind of, I guess, made a storm throughout the uh, anime and otaku world. I know, yeah. I, I know, Aki knows exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean. I uploaded a video on this, I think, yesterday, and the day that I uploaded it, like, five other people that I know uploaded something on the <laughs> yeah. same exact topic. So I was like, okay, yeah. good to know that we're all on the same page here. Yeah, pretty much everyone, like, every anime YouTuber except for me uploaded a video about it yesterday. Mm-hmm. And uh, some of you guys may or may not know about it, but if you do know about it, then I'm sure you have some pretty mixed feelings about it. Uh, if you guys don't know... The trailer for a live-action Netflix original Death Note movie, right? It's a movie. Yep. Yeah, movie of the classic uh, Obata Takashi manga series Death Note uh, was released yesterday. Yeah. And uh, yeah, a lot of a lot of mixed feelings about it, I guess. Yeah, they were they were pretty mixed. Uh, a lot of people are kind of maybe teeter tottering on like the more. Uh, pessimistic side of it while some are waiting for judgment until it comes out but this is what that entire um podcast is going to kind of go over of a little bit more details into our thoughts uh some are kind of like a repeat of what we said in past videos regarding this yeah essentially for those of you guys who don't know uh for a while now uh netflix has been planning to make this uh netflix original death note movie now, um, just to fill you guys in on some of the... Well, actually, Aki, you can fill us in on, like, some of the, I guess, details about this since you made a video about it just yesterday. Uh, so the trailer came out, and uh, it was on the trending page for YouTube, and one of the things that, you know, that struck people was how different, I guess, light was, and... Uh, well, it, this is kind of an accumulation of what people have been talking about for six months since the announcement. But after this trailer came out and we physically get to see now with the makeup and the costumes and how they've transformed these actors into the classic Death Note characters, um, a lot of them, last time it was on L. <laughs> uh, yeah, this time yeah. it seems to be more on light and not for so much as actually a, a racial reason. Like that's part of it with a lot of people. But another reason is just kind of like how they did the makeup. And also, disclaimer, um, there there may be some points on this just to kind of go over what has been talked about. But with Light, I think a lot of people were kind of uh, sh- shocked to see how the makeup of this actor that I can't remember his name right now makes him look like that Light is kind of a crack addict. <laughs> <laughs> because Light well, seems to be I- this more suave kind of guy. Right, right. Like, in the original series, like, he's supposed to be this, you know, very cool, intelligent, you know, slick kind of guy. Mm-hmm. But when I saw in the trailer, and I actually tweeted out about it, 
they made it out to look like Light tried to join, like, a 2000s pop punk band and failed. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the only way, like, I see Light. Right. But, uh, yeah, no, there was definitely, I mean, um, they announced this, uh, movie about, I believe, six or seven months ago, sometime last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you and I actually did a video about it on my channel, mm-hmm. uh, kind of discussing over the points about it. I guess, you know, there are, like, some kind of sensitive topics on that, which I don't think we can really say, you know, live on SBS. <laughs> so, uh, uh, if you guys want to check it out, then, you know, Aki did a video about it yesterday, and I did my video about it seven mm-hmm. months ago, so we implore you to go check those videos out. There may be but- some thoughts on my video that may have changed quite a bit since we did it, because now that I've seen the trailer, I've become a little bit more pessimistic on certain points, but... Um, I mean, if from my memory, we were pretty pessimistic about it on my video as well. Like, we were not exactly like, yeah, there's a Netflix live-action Death Note, <laughs> hooray, you know. Um, but, yeah, I mean, look, I can see why... I mean, already, we can, we can clearly tell, and we're going to go about this in detail uh, later on in the show, but... Um, you know, the, I, I guess easily the biggest point that people are talking about that's kind of gotten people bummed down already is the fact that it is a live-action mm-hmm. anime film, which, you know, you hear those words, live-action anime film, and, you know, it doesn't usually get you excited in any way. Mm-hmm. Just because there's been so many examples of just it being sheer failures. Yeah. But uh, in terms of the Death Note live-action... um. I myself didn't make a video about it. Like, as I said, I'm probably the only anime YouTuber that didn't make a video on this trailer. And just because I, you know, honestly, like, looking at the trailer, I feel the exact same way I feel about it seven months ago when I saw the announcement. And that's just, you know, I am not excited for this at all. (laughs) Um, You know, so... I mean, look, if it turns out good, then, you know, good on it. But... I personally am not excited as well, and and I think it's because the other reason is, uh, you and I uh, kind of researched on this, Aki, but uh, the director, what's his name again? Uh, I believe his last name's Wingard. Wingard, yeah. Uh, something Win, Mr. Wingard. Um, <laughs> Mr. Wingard. <laughs> Mr. Wingard. Uh, since it is directed by Mr. Wingard, who... Uh, apparently directed the reboot of the Blair Witch, the Blair Pro- Witch Project, which uh, I watched. And being a fan of the original Blair Witch Project from the 90s, uh, it was it was not that great. <laughs> it was pretty bad, actually. Um, even Rotten Tomatoes gave it like a thirty, like a thirty percent rating. Mm. So clearly, I'm not the only one who thought that it was a crappy reboot. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, that doesn't exactly get me excited, uh, for this movie, but, hey, you know, uh, I guess the only, like, cool thing I can take out of this, like, live-action Death Note trailer thing is the fact that, uh, Ryuk is voiced by William Dafoe. <laughs> I, I think that a lot of people kind of agreed on that, yeah. Guys, let us know, uh, using our specialized hashtag on Twitter, what was it again, Aki? SBS Anime. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> anime of the week, where we briefly discuss an anime that we would like to recommend to you guys to go check out for this week. And uh, since we are going to be talking about, you know, live action Death Note and, 
you know, the, the whole thing about why live action anime movies. Just so many pessimistic Poss- thoughts and negativity. Yeah, yeah exactly. We're, we're going just down bummer lane today. So to kind of at least brighten things up for at least one segment, we're going to be talking about this one particular anime series uh, for Anime of the Week, which uh, Aki actually found and showed to me. So I think yeah. we open it up and uh, let let the wonderful people know what we'll be introducing them to them. So typically for each season, you know, um, a lot of anime YouTubers and a lot of anime fans, they like to see what's coming up for the next season. And, you know, you have just a little bit of everything, like the fantasy one, the one that everyone's hyped up about, the sequel that some people are kind of iffy on. Uh, right. One other thing that I add to the list is one children's show for the next season. Because it's that one <laughs> okay. list that not a lot of people just like... Like really pay attention to because it's like oh it's just for kids and i'm like let me give it a shot i want to see what this is like so it came mm-hmm. across my attention of this show called nyanko days it's uh spelled n-y-a-n-k-o and then days so it's like cat days i guess cat yeah, girl days cat, like kitty days yeah kitty days so um when i saw this it, each episode's about two to five minutes long that's it and I haven't seen something this adorable since Bananya, <laughs> which was just a banana of kittens. Like, yeah. And so I wanted to introduce Joey to it because I asked him, I was like, hey, do you uh, ever really watch any of like the children's shows? And he's like, nah, I've only really watched, what was it, like Doraemon? Like, because, you know, nostalgia reasons. But I'm like, what right, about right. what about new series? Like, would, would you ever give him a chance? And so he was like, I mean, yeah, sure. So I said, dude, try out Nyanko Days. You got to watch this. Mm-hmm. He he saw my reaction first because I was like, "Hold on, let me see this before I waste your time." And then, like maybe thirty seconds in, like he heard me scream, so of like <laughs> fangirliness. So yeah, you were like, "Ah!" Yeah, and so um, getting right into it, there's really not much to say about this. It's a children's show, and it's just a uh, about these young little kittens. Now, and I think. They're like personified kittens coming to like their owner when she comes home right, and right. spending time with her. Uh, it that's pretty much all that it is. I know it doesn't sound like too extravagant, but I think it's just the way that the cats interact and the way they just look, the way that they've been personified. Right. Um, when I finally got Joey to see it, well, he was just all like, I I had just the dumbest smile on my face yeah. the whole time. I was just like hands on cheeks just inaudible screams of yeah. just absolute adorableness. Yeah. Like, I, I was not expecting because like it like the first episode it, it's like literally two and a half minutes long mm-hmm. and it opens up you know just like this really normal you know just high school girl you know very very simple art very very simple dialogue and everything mm-hmm. and she's like oh man school's finally over I want to go home and see my kittens yeah uh, actually no she doesn't even disclaim that like it, it, they're not even kittens it's like I want to go like see my girls or something yeah but I mean obviously you know it's like her cats you mm-hmm. know just judging from the title of the vi- uh, of the anime and then she goes home and then just these like three little like personified tiny little cat girls just jump up and I'm just like Oh, oh, it's so cute. Like, I don't think Joey could really, like, try to intimidate that same sound that he made. I was actually more watching your reaction since I've already seen it. (laughs) And I wanted to be like, it's coming, it's coming. And as soon as they start jumping towards her and you see their faces and all of their different personalities, you're like, ah! 
Uh, I let out. A, I let out a sound I've never let out in my life. Like that was my manhood just escaping my body. Yeah, that was the sound of my manliness. Just like, see ya. <laughs> uh, but it, it's adorable. It definitely will help you on a bad day. And as Aki said, like each episode is like two to five minutes long, and it's twelve episodes each, so you could blast through it in like less than an hour. Yep. You know, don't get me wrong; it's a children's show, but my god, <laughs> it is. Well, uh, you so know, that's cute. why I like giving them a chance. I want to see, you know, what they what they do. I'm also, you know, just curious of, like, just how the Japanese tackle uh, the children audience. And I want to see how they play that. And some of them can be pretty funny. But in any case, guys, that was our anime of the week, Nyankle Days. Go check it out. Uh, I believe it is on Crunchyroll. Yes? Yes, it's on Crunchyroll.com. Yeah. Yes, it's on Crunchyroll. So go check it out. And uh, hopefully you guys don't die from the cuteness. We are not held responsible. Welcome back to the Anime Show with Joey and Aki. This segment, uh, we will be kind of going in-depth with what we talked about uh, in the first segment of the show, about the Death Note live-action. But I guess on a more broader scale of things, so we're going to be kind of discussing live-action anime movies and why a lot of them, mm, let's put it this way, tend to suck. <laughs> um, um, if any but- of you are wondering what a live-action is, it is basically <laughs> it's kind of self-explanatory no, no, just making a, a live rendition or version of an anime so if you want to like yeah. try and Im- imagine someone making a live action of rugrats or something well i mean there's been you know like technically speaking all of those superhero movies are yeah, live yeah. action mm-hmm. comic movies which you have know? done very well which you know i'll touch upon just a little bit in this podcast right right the basic premise of it is that uh most if not all, live-action anime movies uh, tend to, I guess, maybe sometimes they can't, they won't exactly suck, but compared to their original source material, uh, they tend to not be as good. Mm. Um, so why is that? Um, well, with live-actions, they especially with anime, there's like this... Um, it's the vibe of the anime. It's, it's the vibe. <laughs> it's the... Aki's been getting into the castle way too much recently. <laughs> thank you, thank you, Ozzy, for introducing me to that movie. But anyways, no, but uh, anime just kind of has this sort of, like, acting tick to it, or, like, this just this this atmosphere to it that really only makes sense in it. For example, you know, let, for, let's just take fan service in general. Fan service, like the whole sexualized scenes and everything like that used in comedic mm-hmm. forms. Um, right. Even though we pick at it so many times, it's done in such a way in anime that it's almost as if it only works for anime. Because if it was done mm. in like a live action, I'm pretty sure that there would be a lot of controversial fans over it, like even more so. Um, oh, yeah, either that or there'd just be, like, a lot of, like, MA or R-rated movies. Right, so with live actions, it can be quite difficult not only to, you know, like, with any book out there, aside from anime, to kind of comprise this entire series or everything about the story into just, like, what, like, an hour and a half to two-hour average long movie, um, mm-hmm. let alone trying to kind of bring out that same exact energy uh, that the anime gives its audience or the the exact personalities that they give. So a lot of different directors have tried tackling, you know, anime in different styles when it comes to live actions. Some, which I notice, like, is in a lot of Japanese ones, like, live actions made in Japan, they tend to like 
leaving the manga and anime untouched, but it's more so replicating those exact same emotions to be good on film, which is, you know, often was of like why it doesn't tend to be so like well done when you see it in real right. life. Because you know, uh, with the Death Note live actions, they in Japan anyway they. They acted pretty much exactly the way they did in the manga, and I'm pretty sure if you showed it to, like, a third person that doesn't know anything about anime or Death Note, if you put it on the grand scale of things, it probably wouldn't be exactly Oscar award-winning or worthy. Yeah, I mean, no offense to any Japanese actors or actresses, um, but usually the acting tends to suck. (laughs) And as you said, that's because, especially with live-action anime films... It's that they try and replicate the movements and facial expressions and acting that you see in anime, mm. which is difficult for a human to do, like a real person to do, because in anime, movements and uh, expo- expressions and emotions are exaggerated. Mm. You know, like nobody in nobody in Japan in real life goes. <laughs> Like, you know, Mm -hmm. no one talks like that, right? And so they try and replicate that in live action as well because, you know, it's based off... They're trying to keep the same vibe of the the anime, right? Of the original source material. But that doesn't translate well because it just seems really corny when someone is overacting Mm -hmm. like that. And I mentioned in my video that those live actions tend to really just cater to the fans of the original source, just so that they can see those characters, like, now live to see what it's, you know, what it's like on film um, away from the animation. And it tends to be quite difficult, uh, even if we just took anime out of it. um, Just think of any cartoon that you would have watched as a kid and imagine that being brought as real life. Like, uh, or just video games. I know that there's like that Mario live action that is just oh yeah, so the Super Mario bad. Brothers live oh action. gosh, <laughs> see, because like you know, cartoons they're very over exaggerated. It's like all these different colors, all of like this, all this energy coming out. And when you finally see real life people acting as it, it's it, it it's just really tough, and it can sometimes be a little bit cringeworthy. But there have been some live actions, you know, that have been pretty good, like Roni Kenshin. Yeah, Roni Kenshin live action. I mean, again, that's like another live action that's kind of... You know, there are, of course, some, like, hardcore fans of Roni Kenshin, or Samurai X, as it's called in English, that didn't exactly enjoy it 100%. Mm-hmm. And I know some people, like, I watched that... Um, the first Rurouni Kenshin live-action movie with my parents. Mm. Um, my mom had heard of Rurouni Kenshin, but she's never read it. So she understood, like, the basic premise of the movie, and she thought it was good. Meanwhile, my dad knows absolutely nothing about anime, mm-hmm. and he watched it, and he was like, uh, this is kind of weird. Yeah. Because I guess he didn't understand that this is based off a manga series, or an anime series, yeah, right? Yeah, so like... And- and in that movie, like, you know, they very much try and replicate the movements and the acting uh, from the original manga and anime. But I guess they kind of, like, I don't know. I don't know. Do you, do you think they did it well? I mean, it's one of the better live actions. As I said, oh, yeah, li- live absolutely. actions can be very hard to master. And the the director of Death Note, he had said in an interview... That the he, Netflix one. 
yeah, the Netflix yeah. one, the Net- the Netflix live action Death Note director. That's a mouthful. Mm. Um, he <laughs> said that he thinks that anime at some point is due for to have the same good treatment as comics have in the film industry as Nolan did for Batman. But the, my thing with that is, um, I think they've mastered it in such a way that it's they have managed to cater to both the fans that were. Um, of the comics, like uh, of the original Batman series, while at the same time they've been able to introduce Batman to those who probably have never read it in the first place. Mm-hmm. And with comics and anime, they, I don't know, would you say that they could be on the same boat of vibes of, you know, how energetic or like how the fiction of it separating of what it would actually be like in real life? I think the biggest difference between a lot of, say, superhero comics and normal uh, manga or anime, let's stick to manga for the sake of the medium, Mm -hmm. is that, you know, while, yes, superhero comics are, you know, sci-fi, fantasy, that kind of stuff, right? So they're not exactly 100% dedicated to non-fiction or, you know, like, real life. Um, you know, but they still do with the way that a story is written or the way that I guess the flow of narrative goes with those kinds of superhero movies is that it's always based at least in some kind of real life scenario with normal people. Mm-hmm. And that's what the director is actually trying to tackle with this Death Note. He thought that giving it a much, quote, like, grittier look and a more relatable way would kind of help lift it up um, a bit to cater to those who are just probably looking on Netflix that have never heard of Death Note, that want to watch something suspenseful. So that's why he's toned down and changed so much from the anime, but still leaving in Death Note elements. So it's tough to say of... Okay, I think the biggest um thing that i've agreed with and that i thought of in my comment section that i'm not sure if it differs from what i said is seven months ago in your video but Mm -hmm. this might be an okay film but i don't think it'll be the best tribute to death note oh no no definitely not Um, definitely not but it's more like just a film with death note uh, elements to it that is much toned down because it will probably just honestly just look like a suspense film that you may or may Mm. not like it, it, yeah, it'll literally, my, I guess, uh, idea on it is that, like, or what I think it's going to be like is that it's going to be a suspenseful film that just has elements of Death Note and the Death Note name slapped on top of it. Mm-hmm. But it's not going to exactly be a full adaptation or an homage to the original series. Mm-hmm. And he is so, trying to westernize it as well. So, right. I mean, I, I know that that's giving reason of why he has to, you know, change the names because it would be kind of odd to see um, like... With, Yagami Raito. Yeah. <laughs> Yag- yeah. Yeah, like... Light Yagami- What's his name now? Y- Light Turner? Uh, yeah, Light Turner. For the sake of it being westernized, uh, that's why he right. had to change it. And that's why, you know, when you make little changes like that where you can't even have, like, the base uh, 100% um, you've already kind of really thrown off the uh, the fandom of Death Note. Uh, with mm-hmm. comics, they've, like, for example, let's just take Batman again, or, you know, any uh, other DC character or any other Marvel character. Um, for, the, for most of them, they've kept true to the original story, the original names. They've changed up the costumes a little bit, like, for the design just to fit that generation. But they've mm-hmm. kept, like, the general 
vibe of it. <laughs> <laughs> Let us know. I guess what are your thoughts about this whole thing? About uh, why you think live action anime movies are maybe impossible to make, and uh, maybe give us your suggestions of if you'd like to see what 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 anime or manga series would you like to see be turned into a live action, and you think would succeed. We are reading your comments now. As always, we read the comments over on Twitter that you guys use our hashtag SBSAnime, S-B for banana S, not S-P-S, although you guys tend to write S-P-S, S-B-S-Anime. And uh, we read some of your comments from last week, some questions from last week, and uh, see what you guys think about the show and what you guys want to say to us. Yeah. From Michelle at Glowing Magpie. Uh, do you guys think the anime industry really is dying or just going through a very bad period? Um, I don't think it's dying. Mm, it, de- it depends, really. Like, like, what do you consider dying? I think, I don't know. I mean... De- like running yeah, out of it money? Depend- yeah, like running out of money, content-wise. I mean, if... if we're t- I mean, content-wise, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> well... I've seen a couple of, you know, good ones. Like, this season's actually not too bad. Oh, yeah, no, this season has kind of definitely rejuvenated the love of anime you know, back like, to a lot of people. You know, live actions, they may be pretty difficult, but whenever you see an anime rendition of a manga, like, they've been they've been pretty good for a lot of them. Some more than others, but mm-hmm. um, I think content-wise, it has its just ups and downs. Financial-wise, I have no idea if how, yeah. how much it's suffering. But mm. um, I'd say financial wise, it might be slowly dying, just because you know, large demand of more and more series each season compared to like you know ten twenty years ago mm. means they have to pay for more and more animators. Mm. Like, I've done multiple videos on it, so go check out my channel. Thanks for the question, Michelle. Okay, so this question from Anders: uh, What anime character have you always resonated with? That's a pretty good question. Uh, oh man! Oh, man, I I I would have to take some time. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's so many with like different genres. Like you know, I I have a few from Slice of Life. I'd say Hikigaya Hachiman from Yahari Ore no Seijin of Ukumi Machigatteru. You might. Or my 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 teen romantic comedy snafu. Is that the English title for it? That anime is just absolutely brilliant, and that main character is genius. Um, but. The, his thought process and stuff like that I really, really resonate hard with. Okay. Uh, uh, Zach MC, I'd really like to hear your guys' thoughts on Yojo Senki. Also, my first uh, slice of life anime was Gakogurashi. <laughs> <laughs> wow. What a what an entrance to the slice of life genre. I mean... I think that's, uh, that series is more horror than slice of life, though, to be fair. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it has yeah. el- the element of slice of life. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, I'm well, kept I mean, up- I know Aki. Aki's kept up with Yojo Senki. I haven't started it. Uh, Yojo um, Senki, in a nutshell, if you want to know if you should watch it, or you know, just my little bit of a review on it. Uh, it's a military fantasy type of anime. Um, there's a lot of military strategy tactic talk in it, and. A lot mm. of it just kind of goes over my head because, you know, I'm not really knowledgeable or too passionate in military tactics. But other than that, the story is pretty cool. Um, it's not the best anime I've seen, but it's, you know, it's it's a military anime. Um, there's, there's really not much I can say so far, but the craziness of Tanya and just looking at kind of this weird twist on one of, like, the biggest wars in history... 
uh, it's quite interesting. And it's also, it has a, a kind of a religious aspect to it that's um, kind of cool to see her character develop. But, you know, there to be honest, there's really not too much that sticks out to me with uh, Yojo Senki. But I, I'm not going to say it's bad, though. Mm. I mean, I'm keeping yeah. up with it. <laughs> uh, let's do a few more questions to end the show. Uh, we got one here from at Nuclear Anime Tyler Taylor. What are y'all thoughts on Bleach? It's done. <laughs> it's been done for a while. Rushed. Uh, I okay. Look, to be fair, I was a big fan of Bleach when it first came out. Mm. I'm not. I'm. Not, I don't usually get into the. I guess the the as what they call in the community the big four, because it was in the big four at the time. Uh. I really enjoyed it up until the arc that pretty much everybody dropped it at, which was the Eisen arc. Yeah. If they didn't have the Eisen arc, then honestly, it would have been like one of my favorite mainstream series. It really I mean, it still is up until the Soul Society arc, but you know, the manga, like I, I have like a lot, I have like 30 volumes of the manga at home. Mm. Um, and I watch the anime obviously, but my God, that Eisen arc was just painful. Well, guys, that's going to do it for this week's episode of the Anime Show with Joey and Aki. So sad. So soon. So, guys, hopefully you guys enjoyed uh, this episode. Uh, Again, guys, use our hashtag SBSAnime. You can also leave a comment, uh, you know, what you guys thought on things like SoundCloud. Uh, We also upload these onto sites like Wooshka and I believe iTunes. So, uh, yeah, if you missed any of it, then make sure to go check out our full podcast and our previous episodes over on there. Um, Also, don't forget to follow myself on YouTube. Just type in The Anime Man. Uh, On Twitter, my handle is at The Anime Man, but instead of the I, it's a one. Because some guy took my goddamn Twitter handle. He's still salty. I'm he says this every that. episode. Like, I'm still salty about that four years after. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on YouTube too. Just go yeah, look she's up. She's on Aki. YouTube too. Aki Dearest. <laughs> Aki Dearest. That's pretty much it. <laughs> Simple. Alright guys, well hopefully you guys enjoyed this week's episode and we look forward to seeing you guys next week. Yeah. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye!